Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hello friend, and welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the founder of She Lives Purposefully and the host of this podcast, and I am so excited that you are here. I'm also so excited for today's episode, but before we continue, I just want you to know that I am for you, my heart is for you, for you to walk with Jesus well, for you to live purposefully, and I hope and pray that you're encouraged and equipped by this incredible episode. I want to encourage you too, before we start, to encourage encourage one friend today by sharing this episode with them. Just one person, build them up in their walk with Christ. I know that I can't wait to share it with all of my friends, which is all of you. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the She Lives Purposefully podcast so that you don't miss a single encouraging episode um, and leave a review so that others stumbling on here will know whether or not they should check it out. Okay, so whether you are taking notes, cleaning your house, cooking, driving home from work, maybe you're at work, get ready to be encouraged and equipped. I am just so excited for today's episode. We are bringing back um, one of our guests from the spring. Her name is Carly Malacy. If you haven't heard our last episode on comparison, which y'all loved, um, and, and that's why we're bringing her back, which I'm so excited for, be sure to listen to that episode. I will be linking it in the show notes. Um, but I'm so excited for this conversation, and we are talking about singleness, um, and I'm going to dive into all of that later, we did a recent conversation on singleness and how to thrive um, in singleness with Bethany from Girl Defined, which was such an incredible conversation. But, and again, I'm going to elaborate on this more. Um, later on, I am so excited to talk with Carly because Carly is currently single. And while we got rave reviews from the last podcast and a lot of you loved it, rave reviews isn't the right word, but basically a lot of y'all loved the episode. We also did get a lot of feedback talking about how they wanted to hear from somebody who was currently single, maybe not just single for what, um, in the Christian culture can feel like a long time, but somebody who is single still um, and talking about singleness, not just as a season, but just um, in being single. So I'm so excited for this conversation and I cannot wait for you to hear um, everything that Carly talked about. I love Carly and I'm just so excited for you to love her too. And this episode too, just as a note, is not just for you if you are single. So If you are not single, if you're in a relationship, if you're married, whatever it is, know that this episode is for you too, um, because we are going to be talking, yes, specifically about singleness and, you know, finding or discovering purpose in singleness, um, but a lot of those things apply to just wherever you're at, um, in life. And whether you are single or not, I think this conversation really helps us to foster better conversations around um, singleness and relationships in the church, because as we're going to talk about, um, sometimes we don't do such a great job. So I'm excited to hop in on this conversation with Carly, and I'm excited for you to hear it. Okay, but before we continue, I have to tell you about one of our She Lives Purposefully sponsors. And if you are a bride-to-be or you know one, do not skip this ad. 
Heart and Soul Weddings is a wedding planning service that plans events that uniquely capture your vision. Marie from Heart and Soul Weddings, who I actually saw two weeks ago, was my own wedding coordinator and she shifted my perspective entirely. She's the type of planner you want to make sure that you have. Marie went above and beyond anything I imagined. My husband and I said over and over, and we even said it again a couple weekends ago, that we felt like we were just crowd surfed through the day. We didn't have a single care in the world because Marie took care of it. And you guys, Marie from Heart and Soul Weddings is a Christian, which is amazing because we love to support Christian businesses. And she is giving She Lives Purposefully podcast listeners 50% off. That's five zero fifty 50% off her kickstart planning session. Good for any time in 2022. This is perfect for you. If you are recently engaged, she'll talk budget, planning timeline, wedding priorities, and first steps with you all for just $50. So if you are recently engaged, send Marie a message on heartandsoulweddings.com or on Instagram at heartandsoulweddings and use the code SLP50 to get 50% off your session. That's SLP50 to get 50% off your session. Carly, thank you so much for joining us back on the podcast. Um, I just gave your intro a little bit, but why don't you tell us just more about who you are, just a quick intro. Um, And guys, again, if you want more of Carly's story, go back and listen to our episode on comparison um, because she dives into like her testimony into a fuller extent there. But yeah, just give us a little bit about yourself and who you are. Yeah. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be here again. Um, I'm an author and an entrepreneur, and I'm planning to release my first young adults novel this fall. Um, So that's like my really quick intro. But like Megan said, you can go hear more if you want to on the other episode. I love it. I'm so excited for this book. Um, Disclaimer too, I apologize if you guys hear sniffles and or sneezing. Allergies are just hitting me hard today. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Um, I will try to edit out everything I can, but, um, who knows? So yeah. Anyways, I am so excited for this conversation today. Um, and we are talking about discovering purpose in your singleness. Um, so a few weeks ago, I'm going to be transparent. We had an incredible episode on singleness, um, but it was from two married women, one who got married in her thirties and myself. Um, and I got a bunch of women who were like, I loved this episode, but I also got a few who were like, okay, how about you bring somebody on who's single right now to talk about, um, singleness rightfully so a hundred percent. Um, and so it was honestly one of my hesitations in posting the last episode, but it was so good. And again, great feedback from it and people were encouraged, which was great. Um, but I am just so excited for this conversation because two, we're not really going to be talking too much. We are going to dive into it a little bit, um, but too much about how to really handle desires of a relationship, but more so taking the season of, um, or life and looking at it like, wait a minute, you know, and as you've said to me, we've had this conversation before, um, you know, you're single and you couldn't be doing some of the things that you're doing right now if you were married. Like, um, and so you can serve Jesus in ways that they can't. You've talked about that before. So we're going to be talking about discovering purpose in your singleness. And I just want this conversation um, to be something that tackles it. And I feel like in the church, 
and especially in, this, in society, but even in the church, we really idolize relationships. Um, it can be the end-all, be-all. We covet it. We strive for it. Um, we think it's the after to our sad before. You know, it's always in those reels on Instagram, like how they became happy because they're in a relationship. Um, we expect it to make us happy, you know, etc. But I want this conversation to hopefully shift that perspective to be like, okay, believers specifically, some are in relationships and some are single, but both are on an equal playing field and both have purposes. Um, So how can we forget our striving for relationship and just discover purpose specifically today in singleness? Anyways, so do you agree with me? Do you feel like we idolize relationships? Um, What are are your thoughts on that whole rant there? Yes, well, I... 100% agree with you. Our culture obviously idolizes relationships, but it's so crept into the church as well, where it's kind of become a, I can't walk in this thing God's called me to without a husband, or I can't do this thing as well as I could if I was married, like my friends, you know, and we're going to... No, so good. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I think like it's... And it's very obvious that it's happening, but at the same time, it can be so easy to be caught in that trap as well, where it's like, if I don't have that thing, like I want it too, because look, everybody else is quote unquote happier or better. But I think it happens like in a lot of ways because Satan loves Mm -hmm. to take something God made to be good and twist it and pervert it and make it something God never intended it to be. And I think that's what's happened with relationships, right? Like we... we want a relationship because a guy is a tangible thing. But if Satan can get us to like start seeking that guy more than we seek God, then we're living in idolatry. And he's really happy if we're living in idolatry because we can't fulfill the purpose of what God's called us to do at that point. And we're like, if we always are believing that like, I'm not enough because I'm single or I'm missing something, or I'm never going to fulfill my purpose if I don't have a man in my life, then (laughs) how can God satisfy me? Because I'm looking at something else to satisfy me rather than him you know yeah I think that's so good I love that you put it in the perspective too like how Satan loves to take a good thing like something that God made to be good and and twist it and so we are so discontent with it um and you know even in scripture like it talks about like really holding up singleness to an extent that we don't in the church, sadly, and also just in society at large. So I love that you put it in that perspective. Like, it's not something, you know, the Lord calls, like, marriage a good thing, you know? Like, he gave Eve to Adam. That was great. Like, all this. But singleness is also a good thing that the Lord has. Um, And and so I just love that you brought it in that perspective and how Satan really wants to, really wants to attack that um, because it's something the Lord uses. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's something we have to like guard ourselves against because yeah. it's easy to fall into that place of idolatry. Like it's it's really easy to fall there because it's tangible, really. And I think tangible things are easier to, we want to take hold of it. It's a guy can be in person with us, but God is not visible to us. So it's like, we it, it can be hard sometimes to transition our thinking and being like, oh, God is actually worth my pursuit more than any man possibly could be. <laughs> that is, that's really good. I love that. Just realizing too, like, just because something seems more tangible doesn't mean it's more worth it than, you know, mm-hmm. the Lord. Um, okay. So because this is an episode on singleness, can you talk about the pros of singleness straight from the Bible? Like what are some, um, things that you find in scripture that are, you know, we've talked about how it is a good thing that the Lord has. So 
where do we find that yeah. in scripture? Yeah. yeah. So I think like the most obvious chapter is first Corinthians seven. Um, Paul kind of just goes into this long thing about marriage and singleness and he kind of starts it off like right away. Like it's, it's, it's better if everyone just is single, like me, like that's the best. If you can't do it, then fine, get married. That's pretty much like, that's, I mean, this is the Carly summation of what Paul is saying, but it is like kind of what he's saying. Like, he's like, there's things that you can do when you're single that you can't do if you're married. And I think he really kind of comes in and hits that hard in verses 32 through 40 and um, specifically 32 to 35. And he's like, I, I would want you to be without a care. Um, he who's unmarried cares for the things of the Lord and that how he may please the Lord, but he who is married about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. And talks about the difference between a wife and a virgin and the unmarried woman cares about the things of the Lord, mm-hmm. how she may please him wholly both in body and spirit. And she is married, cares about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. And this I say for your own profit, not that I may put a leash on you, but for what is proper and that you may serve the Lord without distraction. So he's pretty much like, if you're married, you're going to get distracted by your spouse. And really there should be a consideration of your spouse. Like right. if, if Megan totally ignored Donnie, that would be a huge issue. Like Donnie, <laughs> it wouldn't be good for their marriage. It wouldn't be honoring to the Lord. It would be like a super big problem. Like if she's just like, Donnie, like I'm going to go do all these things for Jesus. And I'm going to ignore all of your needs, all of the things like God's called me to as a wife, because like, it's better for me to serve God quote unquote in this way, that would be sin. That would be Mm. wrong. So she does need to care for Donnie. But, but for me, like, I don't have a husband, so I can be like, oh, I'm going to stay late at church. I'm going to go do these things. I'm going to invest time, energy, money in a way that really wouldn't be good for me to do. If I was married, there's something I can do without a distraction. And it's not that I'm better than Megan or Megan's better than me. It's just that we have a different place in calling. And right now, because I'm single, I can do things without a certain type of distraction that I would have in my life if I was married. Does that, does that make sense? A hundred percent. I love the way you worded that. I feel like, I feel like I have been trying to verbalize it in like, get that out on paper in the exact way that you just did that. I think it's, it's so, it's so good. And like you said too, it's not that either you know person is like better or worse than the other but it's like serving the lord in different ways but like you said like that if you don't have a husband or you know yeah i guess i was going to say a relationship but i guess specifically a husband um there are ways because you don't have that like quote-unquote distraction like that you can serve the lord differently um and like just practically too i would love for you to dive into what that could look like like you mentioned staying late at church like whatever it is I'm just trying to think I guess even going on missions trips just like different things yeah yeah so even just like okay I if I want to have girls over to my house or Mm -hmm. even have somebody stay here late at night or be over or whatever I can do that I don't have a husband that I'm like sorry buddy you gotta go like in your own home hide away while I'm spending (laughs) this time you know ministering to these younger women or whatever, or if there's just like, even just taking certain risks and walking in things that if I had a husband or a family, I'd have to really consider that and count that cost. Like, is it worth investing my time, my energy, my finances in this endeavor? Not that we can't do those things if we're married, but I just think it's, there's a a greater freedom to do it in our singleness because it's only me, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not like looking to, uh, it's not like, I'm going to take someone else down this road with me. You know what I mean? Like there's just a freedom kind of to make certain decisions that I couldn't make um, if I was married, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, I hope that, I hope that's making sense. No, I think that makes absolute perfect sense. And I think it really almost, um, stirs up kind of excitement for, for that season. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, like I can do all of these things right now that I yeah. think, I think we really lose when we are just sitting there waiting for the next, if it's a season, you know what I mean? That next yeah. season, like if we're just waiting for a spouse. Um, and, and again, and this is something I've talked about too on podcast before, like, the Lord has promised us so many different things, but a spouse is never one of those things that he yeah. promises us. Um, and so like, and we talk about, and I've done it too, like singleness is a season, but sometimes it's not the case. And I feel like if we're constantly, whether it's a season or not, looking for that, that relationship, then we are missing entirely what the Lord could have for us right now. Yeah. Because the, it kind of ties into our last episode, then comparison, and we're looking to the right and to the left, and we're forgetting to run the race that's set before us right yes. now today. Um, and so I think the way that you have talked about it and described it just really kind of stirs up this motivation to be like, okay, whether it's a season or whether it's a life, like I have to take advantage right now today of like what the Lord can do in my life that maybe he can't do in my married friend's life, you know? Um, and, and that too. Yeah. So just jumping off of that, um, can you, you are currently single and from our conversations about your upcoming book and your new career ventures, um, and the way you serve in church, you have said confidently that you wouldn't be able to do what you, um, are doing right now if you were married. So can you elaborate that a little bit more on your own life specifically? Um, and I guess just give us the 411 for other single women out there who are listening just on, on your singleness, where you're at, all of that. Sure. So I think some of it ties into like some of what we've already been talking about, even just like, okay, there's ways that I can invest my time and my energy and my life right now without the distraction of being married or having kids. You know, I have some like incredible friends who are married with little kids and some of them have actually looked at me and been like, I'm so excited about what you're doing, but I could never do that in my life right now. Like you essentially said to me, like, take what God's given you and, and really like invest in this right now, because you couldn't do it if you were in my position. So I've actually been told that by some of my married friends, but also just like recognizing for myself, like it, it's a lot of energy to write a book or to um, promote it and to do the marketing and to, to like walk as an entrepreneur, which Megan, you know, very well, the entrepreneurial part of it. So like, <laughs> but there's something I can do right now as I'm working to build this foundation that I can invest time. I can be up really late at night and not be disturbing anybody else. I can do these things because I have the freedom in my singleness to do it. Like, and I think it's sometimes it's just like that practical. And in other ways, it's the spiritual end of things too. Like um, the fact that I can do things with young women at any time of day or night. I can take calls. I can go places. I can stay late at church. I can do some of that stuff that I I would feel bad taking away from a husband if I had that in my life right now or a relationship. Like I I have not very much time on my hands to give to another to like if I had a spouse, I wouldn't be able to give him the time he deserved because of the things that I'm doing in my life right now. So just like understanding that like this is a season that God's given me and I want to sow everything into the season possible that I can right now. And um, you know, like just even thinking of like Anna in the Bible, like Luke, when the the old lady who sees Jesus right at the very beginning, right? So she was 
married for seven years, but then it says like a widow for 84 years or something like that. And she spent all of her time like serving God in fastings and prayers night and day. And she couldn't have done that if she was married, you know, and it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like, I can do certain things that just because I have time, I can invest into it. And like, again, it's not like, oh, I'm better than anybody who's married. It's just that, no, my life is different. I have a different calling and a different purpose right now. And it's good. It's not bad. It's really, really good. Yeah, I love that. And I think notably too, like in your own life, um, you minister to and meet with, you know, a ton of girls on the regular. Um, I am one of them, you know, that we are like <laughs> meeting up whether, you know, I don't know how frequently you meet up with everybody, but just having these different things. Um, yeah. And, and being able to set aside, you know, like dinners and breakfast and lunch and, and coffees and just like every, any time of day being able to, you know, drop everything even when somebody needs, like you were talking about, like taking yeah. those late night calls. Um, and I just think, I just think that's, it's just a really cool thing that the Lord is um, doing. And again, and you've mentioned this, it's not that somebody who is married can't do those same things, but you have a specific freedom and time freedom to your life that yeah. allows the Lord to do things in your life that he just simply can't do in, in somebody else's life who doesn't have that time freedom. Um, and it does, I mean, there's just something about it that makes it so exciting. It's like, Oh my gosh, like all of this, like instead of wanting to jump over the hurdle of singleness, like all of this, um, potential that's in there that I think we overlook because we idolize relationships so, so, so much. Um, okay. So for women listening right now, um, what are ways that women can really discover purpose in their singleness? Some of my thoughts that I had is, and we've talked about this too, you know, like the different aspects of like practically what we can do. And, and I think you've talked about this really well, just like, I think it's just a really big mind shift, a mindset shift. I'm trying to think of the verbiage there yet, (laughs) um, about what singleness is. Um, And I guess I just wanted to add to that, like, no matter who you are, where you are, what relationship status you are in, my thought is the same for, like, really discovering your purpose in whatever season that is, is that you are called to glorify God, love God, and love others. Be involved in the church, step into talents and desires or things you know that God is putting on your heart, Mm -hmm. Um, but specifically in your singleness, know that you can do that freely, like you've just talked about, with anyone, without anyone to check in on or all of those things. So anyway, we've kind of been diving into that, but I just wanted to add that point to like really diving into how to discover purpose in, in singleness. Yes. No, I totally agree. And also like recognize that it's not a plague. You know, we've kind of said that, but I feel like just coming right out and saying it head on, like, it's not a plague. You're not less than, you're not unworthy. You're complete in Christ whatever relational status you have. Like you don't need to be married. A man can't complete you at all. He's going to fail you as he can be the most incredible man on earth. He's still not going to complete you. He still can't be enough for you. So like just understanding that too, like it's, it's not, it's not terrible to be single. Like God is, God can give you everything you need in Jesus, even here, even now in your singleness. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, Okay. So Diving into just the next question that I have, um, and we've talked about this, you know, like we we have this idea, like you said, that it is a plague, it is a hurdle, um, 
to kind of get over. And so I think in this conversation, hopefully a lot of women are like, wait a minute, like my singleness has so much potential to serve the Lord, um, just like marriage does, but just in totally different ways. Um, so how can I tap into that? So for the girl who has always felt like, you know, singleness is that plague or that hurdle to get over, um, what are, I guess, practical ways that you would help her overcome that feeling less so like things that she could be doing in her singleness, but more like, you know, overcoming like that striving for that, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And not necessarily like wait for her husband, but you know, to take today by the horns, you know, the day that the Lord has given her today. Yeah, no, I, I think that is like the start is like diving into today. You know, it's really easy to worry about tomorrow or to imagine like look ahead in your life, feel like there's no guy on the horizon. I'm going to look ahead and I'm looking into this abyss of singleness. And it's because you're trying to imagine how you're going to be single 10 years from now. Mm. You don't know what God has for you 10 years from now. I don't know what God has for me 10 years from now. We have today and he calls us to not worry about tomorrow. And I think it starts with just like waking up today and being like, okay, God, where do you want me? Like, what do you have for me to do today? How can I walk? You know, in Ephesians, Paul says that God has good works foreordained for us to walk in. And I love that, but it's for today. So what good works do you have that I can do today that that are just for this day that I'm never going to get again? Like time is the one commodity we can never get more of. Mm. So how can I take my time today and invest it into your kingdom, invest it into eternity and grow in in Jesus. And like, I think if we start seeking God in that way, if we start, if I start pouring my heart into him, running after him, then my focus and my perspective does start to shift, you know, like, because a lot of what it is, is like, I'm seeking or not. Okay. In our culture, it's like, I'm seeking a man, right? Like, I I want to seek after finding a guy, like, that's the purpose of my life. I'm going to run after that. And if we're seeking after a man, we're not seeking after God, right? Like we can't run after two things. Like we have to run after one thing. And and if we're running after God, we're guaranteed to find God. If we're running after trying to find a man, we're not guaranteed that. So like seeking God with all of our hearts, souls, minds, and strengths, <laughs> loving our neighbor as ourself. Um, and just like knowing that he will fulfill us. But I think sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a real step of faith. Like you might be sitting there being like, that sounds really good, but it doesn't work for me. But, but I have to say, like, you have to give yourself completely to that. You have to dive in and choose today. It might, I might want to get married one day, but today God has me single. So how can I invest today? What can God, how can I seek you today? How can I walk in the things you have for me today? And as you do that, I can guarantee you, he will meet you there and he will satisfy you. And I, I'm in my early thirties and I can be like, Jesus is enough. Yeah. It would be awesome to be married one day. I'm not saying like, Oh, this is never something I want in my life, but I can also say that he's proven himself faithful over and over and over again. And like, and I know he'll do the same for you. Mm -hmm. And so I would say like, just look to him and and seek him for today and don't freak out about 15 years from now. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. I heard similar um, advice a few years ago too and just talking about and I think for me like real talk like I think on the day-to-day I'm like actively like okay like what if I run into somebody today who's going to be my future spouse and like if I go to this church service and who's going to be there you know like all of these things and almost worrying of like 
okay, I have to be like ready for that almost. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, I was I was very much that way. So um, realizing, you know, like, okay, because maybe there is this like fear, quote unquote, of like, what does the Lord have for me 15 years from mm-hmm. now? Like, I don't know if I can be single 15 years from now. And hearing like, okay, what you actually need to be able to do is literally just like you said, look at today. And so it made me realize like, okay, today I can decide that I'm not going to be like looking around to see if my potential future spouse is going to be here, you know? And today I can just like be like present with the girls in girl study. And today I can be like intentional with people at school. And today I can like share the gospel at work and I can be like really intentional about those things instead of like super focused on on whatever potential future might be in each of those situations um yeah and again like not that any of those things you know like I know girls and I did it myself where you like try out a new like church or young adults group to see if there's any other like potential eligible bachelors like in the area and you know it's I'm not like coming at any of that but I think just like for me at least I know in my own heart then like was very even just subconsciously like focused on like okay like I I don't know if I can do this whole next like I just hope I'm in a relationship by the end of this year whatever something like that and it's like well the Lord calls you to like just honor him today and when you really look at it in that way. And like you said, how we, you know, there are good works preordained for us to be like stepping into and recognizing that is just like mind blowing, whether you are single or whether you are married or whatever it is, but recognizing like, okay, like my eyes need to be on the Lord and that's it because like there is so much that he could have for me today. And if I'm so focused on being miserable, real talk, then, you know, I'm totally going to miss out on that. Yeah, totally. And like, the thing is that, excuse me, that relationship's not going to fix my misery. Ultimately, like for a season, I might feel like a little bit happier, but ultimately like that's a deeper heart issue. Honestly, it's, it's not that a man can make me feel all better. Men aren't perfect news flash, you know, but like neither are women, (laughs) but, um, a guy can't fix everything going on. And, and one of the most tragic things I've seen is, girls who think that that they're going to find a man who's going to fix all the problems. They rush into a relationship and five years into it, they're miserable. They're married. They have kids now and they're still miserable because they sought something other than God. Mm. And God's the only one who can satisfy us. He's the only one who can give us like a heart that's content and, and just full of joy and peace in him. And no man can do that. And, um, and I would just encourage you like, seeking after Jesus really will give you what your heart is longing for. And no man can do that. Like, even if you got every single thing you wanted today without Christ, it's going to fail you. Like it's just, it's just gonna, and Jesus made it that way on purpose because he wants us to only be fully satisfied when we're with him because that's how we were created to be. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I'm just fleshing out this thought right now. So I don't know if anything I'm about to say is going to make sense. Might edit out the whole thing. Um, (laughs) but I'm just thinking through, like, I wonder if so much, you know, like we really do idolize and like you talked about, like these friends that you know, who got married and now are just like in that same kind of miserable quote-unquote state that they were before they were married because marriage wasn't the thing that is supposed to solve the problem like the the issue is Jesus so I wonder if like 
what we strive for in a relationship, like what we idolize and we look towards is like not only the relationship itself, but like maybe how the Lord, like the Lord in that relationship, like what the Lord yeah. meant for relationships to look like um, and be and all of those things, for example, right? So stay with me on track there. So there's that. But then like, for example, if we don't have the Lord in that and if we don't have the Lord as our primary focus and like as the end all be all because that he really is the only end all be all and that is not in that relationship then that relationship is never going to really do what what we are hoping it does for us because yes. really the only thing that is going to like help anything is the lord and so we could be and i've heard this too like happier being single if we have the Lord versus like, you know, somebody who is, has quote unquote, what we all idolize is this relationship. But if it's yeah. not what the Lord has for us, then like, that's just not going to be anything that is going to bring us, you know, joy in any capacity. So real, I just yeah. love that. Like, I think it's so important to recognize and even just remind ourselves of every single day, all day, all the time is like, the Lord is what I need. He is my portion and he is more than enough. Like I am overflowing with him, you know? Um, and, and I don't need anything else. And it doesn't mean that we don't want anything else. Like the Lord knows the desires of our hearts, but it does mean (laughs) that like, we don't need anything else. And again, we like can be overflowing, not just like stagnating in, in, singleness or in whatever season we kind of wish we were getting out of you know um specifically again to the girl who feels like this is just something she wants to hop out of um yeah yeah I don't know if that analogy made sense whatsoever um no I followed you okay okay good (laughs) maybe you need to watch the video with the hand motions I don't know (laughs) so be sure to check that out if this makes it to YouTube we'll see how my video editing skills go (laughs) um with my sneeze in the middle there um but yeah anyways Okay, so just wrapping up, do you have um, one bit of encouragement related or unrelated to this topic um, for the She Lives Purposefully podcast listeners? Um, and yeah, just take it away. <laughs> sure. I, I think like just in tying in with what we've been talking about, I think it really does all come back down to contentment and a settled okayness with where God has me. And if I can't be content, if you can't be content in your singleness, getting married, like we've been talking about, that's not going to fix the issue. So my encouragement is seek God, chase after him with every part of your heart, read your Bible, pray, be in fellowship with other believers, pursue the things he's putting on your heart, walk fully in the purpose he's given you in this day, today in your life. And then if the day comes for you to marry, then like may your heart be so hidden in God that that man first has to seek Jesus in order to find you. And, and then like that marriage, that relationship, it's going to, it's going to be way better than it could ever be. But also like, if you don't ever get there, if there's never, if God doesn't have that for you, you're going to be overflowing with joy and peace and just excitement with what God's doing in your life, no matter what. So that, that would be my encouragement, like seek Jesus, find your contentment in him. And, it's like, I feel like sometimes it feels like a Christian answer, but I, on the side of it of like, here I am probably a little older than a lot of the people listening. Um, and I can say you're, like, no, you're I'm right so thankful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Then I'm great. Then, then we're right here together. Then I can say like every no God has given me, like every relationship I thought I wanted that I was like seeking. And, I, and then he said no to that. And I was heartbroken and crushed. Now I can look back and be so thankful for that. Yeah. And I can say like, 
He brought me through it. He is enough. He is good. He is faithful. And if, if he brings a guy into my life tomorrow or doesn't and I die single, I know I'm going to be satisfied in Jesus because he's proven himself faithful over and over again. So mm. I just want to encourage you that he can do that. He can be enough for you. And my prayer is that like, you'll find him to be all that he is meant to be in your life. Yeah. I love that. That is such a sweet encouragement. Um, two, if you don't mind this question coming out, um, onto the podcast, could you, just because I feel like it gives all of your wisdom more weight. Cause I think sometimes, you know, if somebody who's 17 and is like, singleness is, you know, great. And then the person who's like 23 is like, don't talk to me kind of, you know? So like, how old are you? How long have you been single? Kind of all of those really basic questions. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm 32, but probably by the time this airs, I'll be 33. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't mind talking about how old I am at all. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I'm just, I'm actually, I will say to the ones in their twenties, like I actually really like my thirties better. So um, have, I've heard that so much recently, actually, like people in the thirties are like, it rocks. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, love okay. my thirties. I, I think it. it's like, Oh, it's terrifying to turn 30, turn 30. You'll love it. It's great. Um, so yeah, so I'm 33. I've been, I've been in like, minor relationships, never really a big long-term one. Um, but in a lot of ways, I feel like the Lord's kind of kept me in that way, like from having the, like, it was already really hard when the other stuff ended, but this was, this is like even better because I didn't have that long-term drawn out pain. So, um, but yeah, so I'm, but I, and like, I know probably like a lot of you, I can look and I don't have a guy in mind. Like if I look out, there's not like, there's all these great options around me. Um, so I do understand like looking and being like, oh, there's nothing here. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. I don't really actually have time right now to add a man into my life. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah, No, thank you for sharing that. I feel like, again, it just, I think, um, probably just adds validity to everything that you're saying because it's not somebody straight out of high school um yes. kind of kind of vibe um but yeah I, I never know because I feel like I I never really mind sharing my age but I know it becomes almost like a taboo thing to ask because I and I just never really understood that yeah. concept so I didn't know if it was like a rude question um no, I don't care I don't know but um yeah anyways okay before I let you go Tell us where we can find you, um, where we can find eventually, like when your book is coming out, all of those things um, and all, all the good stuff. Yeah, so you can um, find me on Instagram at CJ Malacy. Um, my website is cjmalacy.com. And um, I also have like a cjmalacy.com slash SLP for She Lives Purposely. Um, followers and everything so if you go there you can get like a freebie um Yay. for listening to this okay, podcast I'll link that. Yeah. yes and um yeah and then my my book will be lord willing coming out this fall so that's the plan right now so yeah if you want to find out more about that and everything you can check that out um, yeah. on my website yeah and sign up for the newsletter and um yeah. or your emails yeah i love getting those they're such a just such a bright spot um okay well thank you so much for coming on the podcast you guys check carly out she is such a solid believer and sweet friend um and somebody that you definitely just want to be in contact with and following and know that you can like just trust you know what she's saying and and all that good stuff which I think can be so rare in this world so um definitely check her out and again Carly thank you so much again for coming on the pod 
Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at she lives purposely and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you friends.